Hi, and welcome to an Emory Debate podcast on July 17th. Uh, just finishing up the Atlanta Urban Debate Institute. Uh, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but I have the privilege of sitting here with Miss Dawson um, of Decatur City Schools. Um, what's your full title, or, or how would people... Uh, well, Vivian Dawson, I'm in, with the intervention part of City Schools of Decatur, the 4-5 Academy, which is our fourth and fifth grade only, okay. and I've been for about 15 years the coach at Renfro Middle School. Awesome. We're now trying to expand and return the program of policy debate to Decatur High School and also start the elementary debate program at our 4-5 Academy. Awesome. And then and also Mr. Harris. And, and my name is Walter Harris. I'm at Sequoia Middle School, which is in DeKalb County. Uh, we are in our second year. We started, a, we started the program last year with the UDL. Okay. So we've been doing this podcast for a little bit, trying to make it and a little more popular. And uh, I was mentioning to James Rowland and Bill Newham some other ideas. And they're like, well, we have two coaches who have been excited about debate. Why don't you sit down with them? And ask them about their experience at the Audi. So that'll be the first thing we talk about, which is the Atlanta Urban Debate Institute that's finishing up. And then just sort of like any questions you all have for me, any thoughts about the Atlanta Urban Debate League, and hopefully our audience is students who are interested in the Audi, but then maybe a few other coaches who uh, would consider coming to the Audi next time, um, which I think would be great. I would love to do just a camp of coaches, like let's just hang out for a week. I'd, that would be great. I'd be excited about that. So, um, what'd you, Miss Dawson? What'd you, what'd you think about the Audi? Was this your first time coming to me? No, this isn't my first time. Okay. Actually, my uh, first experience with. Uh, the Atlanta Urban Debate League was when my daughter in, uh, attended the Indy Camp when she was going into her senior year. Her uh, coach happened to coach Mark Trial, but he was over all the speech programs. And they had some funds available, and they allowed her to attend the two-week camp. There's where she started from not being able to get up and say anything. She just stood up and said, I can't do this. And she ended that two-week camp with being uh, number fourth place speaker and her and her partner won five rounds and lost one. So she was voted most improved. And I was like, this is a great deal here. So yeah. as a parent, I was first introduced. Okay. It was about a year later that one of the students said, Miss Dawson, you think we could have a debate team? In my head, I went, why would we need another team at the school? There's so much going on. But I smiled at her and said, I'll see what I can do. And it just so happens that our assistant principal found another teacher for me to work with. We started uh, our debate team by making a visit to uh, an Audi uh, program that was at Mays High School at that time. Okay. The kids said, we can do this. Uh, it looks really good. And through the support of uh, the Atlanta Urban Debate League, we were able to get some evidence, start uh, working at a tournament, and that's how I started at Renfro Middle School, and it's lasted ever since. Wow. What year was that? Uh, I won't say, but it was around 2000, 2001. Okay. okay. And uh, when we got started, uh, we were asked, well, could you host a tournament? And we were like... We don't know, but we'll try. <laughs> I have no and, idea what that means, but sure. Well, at that time, uh, we're a small school sure. and uh, not as much room as other schools. And I was thinking, can we handle it? Uh, it turned out we were asked to provide 30 rooms. You ended up having 55. 
And a lot of other exciting programs came, like Arbor Montessori was one of the big ones that uh, has developed into their own huge program right yeah. now. And uh, that was the exciting part of it. You saw it grow so fast, and it's continuing to grow. So Audi, every year is exciting to me. I've been invited to be at Pace mm -hmm. uh, Camp during the summer, where we uh, have some Audi students. I went to High Meadows Camp, mm -hmm. which is another exciting aspect uh, at that school. Uh, the coaches' camps, we don't have... Uh, a whole week, I would love to have that, but it was two days where you get to talk to other peers mm -hmm. and see what's going on and get share ideas. So my approach has been long-term, but each year I've been able to grow with the program. Cool. Second year, Sequoia's had a program. Right, um, coming up. So to talk about that first, and then I want to talk about you getting into debate, which was obviously way before the last two years of Sequoia. Right. Uh, but, but talk to me about Sequoia first. Well, um, I started the program last year. I, I actually, my first introduction to UDL was at this camp last year. Okay. I came and observed and um, just watched how the, the whole thing worked. I, I, nobody at my school knew what I had in mind. I went to my principal after the camp. I liked what I saw here. Went to my principal, uh, twisted his arm a little bit about getting the program going, and I uh, had to prove to people that this, this was going to be good. I had to convince students. I, I, I did manage to get a big group of students who were interested, and uh, we ended up with over 30 kids in the program. We had to get school buses to go to tournaments. Uh, I didn't have a single kid drop out. Uh, everybody who who got into it stayed in it. Uh, I had some kids halfway through the year wish they had gotten into it because we were having so much fun. It was really a great year. Uh, the kids love the tournaments. The Urban Debate League is awesome. Uh, I, I was a debate coach many years ago. I'm, I'm a 29-year teacher, so I've been around for a while. And I, I was a teacher. Uh, I, I was a coach back in the early part of my career, and I quit because it was too hard and I didn't get paid enough. And, all blah blah blah, but um, the UDL makes it so easy, or I should say, it makes it easier. It's still hard, <laughs> uh, but they they provide tournaments that are all local. There's single day tournaments. It doesn't cost a lot of money. Uh, the the evidence is all there. Uh, they the kids. It's everything's just it's just it put together for you. It's almost like the the UDL has built these great stadiums for us to all go play soccer or whatever sport yeah. you want to use and it's like here it is you guys just come and play we've got we've got everything ready and and schools um every school in the city should be using the urban debate league because so, there are so many kids who want to be they want to be a part of something competitive academically and they don't have that opportunity uh but, yeah. but once the, the kids are attracted to this this they just eat it up they love it so I'm going to ask the question I wanted to end with now because you've segued into it. When we sit around debate coaches, the one thing every Emory debate coach has in common, with the exception of Stephen Weil, who debated at Westminster, is we all debated for teachers who took on debate and were, were cheerleaders, for lack of a better word, for the debate team more than we were. How did... Do we talk more teachers into it, or how did you get talked into it, or, or let's say a student is listening to this at a middle school that hasn't 
drank the Kool-Aid yet. Um, how would you get them to do it? What would your advice be on either talking teachers into it or what's the step? For me, the first step is having a student who wants to do it, even if it doesn't exist at your uh, current school. If, if you're in a classroom, ask your students. And don't be afraid that you haven't had any experience to it. I won't say I've learned from the school of hard knocks. I've, I've learned from the school of good hugs. I've had people who have not been debate coaches but have been advocates that I've learned from and yeah. how to do it. I've had people who have actually debated in high school and in college teach me. The learning curve is the same. I have not been afraid to learn. Therefore, when I introduce it to my students, I say, give it a try. Yeah. If you don't like it, then let me know. But just try it one time. And as a teacher, be open and listen. Listen for those kids who, oh, I don't really want to talk or I don't really want to write. Okay, let's try debate. Let's try it in the classroom, and then let's try it outside the classroom and be competitive. Your students will be so uh, enabled to do everything that the standards want you to do. Write better, think critically, and speak in public. And that's the skills that all of us as in good teaching want to accomplish, and that will have better grades and uh, better academic opportunities thereafter. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Same question. Um, yeah, my, my short answer to that is uh, there's got to be some money. Uh, the, sh the school systems have got to see this yeah. as a valuable activity and invest in, in academics like they invest in, in academic, uh, sports and um, football and basketball well, programs. Well, do you think that's one of the reasons why it's been more popular in middle schools who don't have the football teams pulling elsewhere? Or how did you talk the Sequoia? You, so did you approach the principal? Were you like... I did. I sat down with him and, and uh, he he kept saying, uh, what I really want is an academic team. And, and nothing again against academic teams, but yeah. I had to you know, work him through this. It's a totally different activity. Yeah. I, I said, you just got to see it. And and I, I knew that if I got the thing up and running and he he watched what we did, he would like it. And it, yeah. and it worked out that way. I mean, maybe it wasn't a definite that that would happen, but it did. Uh, it the kids get, I mean, the kids are they get so into the academic competition. Mm -hmm. I mean, so often in the classroom we downplay competition. Yeah, we we don't want to rank, and we don't want to even in some cases grade a student. Yeah, and the kids love. The, the competition they love to see the speaker rankings and 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 uh, not every kid but the ones that do yeah they really they really rise to it I had I had a parent last year who uh, at the end of the season she told me she said the only time I see my son doing any schoolwork is when he's getting ready for a debate and and I can vouch that he was a horrible student in my classroom yeah but he worked for debate now you know, I wish I could do that in my classroom. I wish I could get that kind of motivation. Yeah. But debate works for me. You know, it's like I just kind of put them out there and they, they start running. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. Very cool. Yeah, when we were just in lab and Ms. Dawson started ranking the speakers, as soon as you did that, you're like, well, the top speaker to me, yes. 
she she popped up and was like, well, wait, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really clear physical thing that they were they were into that part in mm-hmm. particular. Yeah. Um, well, James, if I can add on the money part yeah. from from my program. I uh, my parents are heavily invested in it. Yeah. The dollars that I've had to ask for, the parents have been went, uh, willing to get out of PTA budgets. Yeah. But Emory's uh, Barclay Forum and the AUDL, every year we have made it so that the costs have gone down. We're going from now to paperless debate, mm-hmm. with, uh, use of technology, yeah. Skyping. That has helped with the access to it. Yeah. So some of the issues of money that we're going through, every year it becomes more cost uh, of a good cost-benefit approach. Yeah. All the dollars spent on debate, I'm willing to tell that it's probably returned five times over in the benefits we get. Yeah. So it, it was tough, but now it's much easier than it is before. In fact, it's opened up the access to programs that don't have a lot of money. Yeah, we... We talk about this all the time. If it's a new program and you want to come to a UDL event, mm-hmm. come on. Come on. We'll cover you. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll get you, and you can we can start figuring out ways to get payment. But if you, I just know that there are some teams out there. It's like we would do it, but the principal just says we can't have that two thousand dollars that we need. Right. Well, and, and it's not just Emory either. Mm-hmm. Like the UGA program has said for years, come to our tournament, and we'll waive the fees and the. Other high school tournaments that they host. So and Sequoia is a uh, probably ninety-five percent free and reduced lunch. We're very much Title One. Most of our parents don't speak English. They can't serve as judges. Uh, it, it's a special challenge for us, uh, money-wise. Um, and it, it it was hard. Uh, the just the transportation alone cost three hundred fifty dollars every time we went to a tournament just to get a bus for the day. Yeah. And. Um, and we raised some money, and the UDL was very kind to us. They 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 forgave us for some some of the fees, um, but the thing about the coaches, you know, your typical football coach, if he took the amount he gets paid to coach football, he's making a, a miserable wage. Yeah, he loves football, yeah. but there is something to be said for the fact that I do get paid. Um, the idea that you're asking coaches to put the kind of time that is required to have a debate team yeah. and not pay them anything mm-hmm. is an insult. Yeah. And, and school systems need to realize if we want to have these kind of programs for our children, and they should, they've got to pay the coaches. Yeah. At least the level that, that, that sports coaches are paid. Yeah. I, I love that when you speak at Renfro Middle School, you're speaking for an entire county or an entire school system. There's no other middle school, right? Has that that been a help with that? That has been a help. It's a unique situation, and I'm hoping that the rest of the state of Georgia will be able to enjoy it, that the school is really the community. And City Schools of Decatur has always felt that way. Yeah. I I will share that one of the first awards I got for working in the City Schools of Decatur was I was honored by the superintendent because of my work with debate. So it showed from a top position in our school system that debate was respected. Mm -hmm. And uh, in our community, it's respected because the dialogue from the kids as stakeholders is very important. But it still needs, they still need to have access. I still have students who 
the only time they speak up is if there's a, a debate within the classroom. Other mm-hmm. times of the year, they remain silent. So even though you think we're a good program, kids still need to have access to their vo- voice, and AUDL has always offered that. Yeah. Uh, the biggest uh, thrill for some of my kids is that they actually get to talk, and no one interrupts, and no one says anything and they are listening to you. And that's what they said they really like. I can talk for a a total of about an hour with my teammate, Mm -hmm. and people listen to what I'm saying. That's great. Yeah, Ed Ed Lee, who you and and I both know well, his his start a debate story was going to a debate tournament was the first time he remembers speaking for five minutes without being told to be quiet. Mm -hmm. This is so cool. And in addition, debate uniquely speaks to any type of students. Without knowing it, uh, my colleagues have said, this student needs to debate. And after the tournament, I found out that they had certain disabilities. Mm -hmm. One uh, was autistic and would speak inappropriately in classroom, but during the debate round, that never came out, and they won awards. And I was like, like, well... Maybe it's good I didn't know because yeah. I would have limited that student. Mm-hmm. So really, debate really speaks to any child that's willing to participate. Totally agree. Um, let's finish with some some practical stuff about the UDL. I, we've talked, so I know you all would recommend it for other schools and students and coaches. Any other resources? So when you were starting off, Mr. Harris, as a as middle school teacher, what? What would you, what resource did you use that was helpful? You know, part of what made it so, uh, so easy mm-hmm. to to get the team going was that the, the UDL provided so much, mm-hmm. uh, and there's there's a limit to you, you can't go to outside uh, evidence, and so it's like here's your evidence packet, um, and I, I liked that limit for a lot of reasons, but one very practical reason is I didn't have to go and buy other, other materials. Um, so I can't say, you know, in addition to my other teaching uh, duties, I, you know, the limited time that I have, um, I, didn't, I didn't have to go outside. Um, so I, I'm not sure I have an answer okay. to the outside resources. Um, well, it sounds to me like your advice is get in contact with you know, myself or Lauren Jacobs at yes. UDL, or they, they will they will hold your hand and walk you through it. And uh, you know, if you have any inclination to start a debate team, there's there's hardly a better place to do it. Um, I I just can't say enough about the UDL. That the tournaments are run so smoothly, um, they're they're just incredible. The first one this year will be the, well, that's for high school students. We host one for high schools, for anyone that's listening. It's going to be September 5th, that Saturday this year. That's pretty early. And I don't know when the first middle school. I think there is one in Saturday. I mean, in September. Um, I think it's a joint, maybe in the middle of the month. That's the way it's going to work. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, reach out to people, and there's lots of websites and stuff. Yep, once a month. uh, They're all local in the Atlanta area. and they're well attended. The, the kids will have plenty of of competition, um, and yeah. they get they, through the course of the season. They get to know each other, the the different schools, and you get rivalries. And it's uh, it's and like I said, it's so cool to see the kids who don't they, they may not be 
athletically inclined. Uh, they, they, they don't have the ability to have that kind of competition, and, and suddenly they are competing, and it is yeah. competitive. It's, uh, it's, it's blood sport, as, uh, as the movie says. It's fun to compete. Yep. The same question for you. So other than reaching out, do you have any other gyms of, like, this is a place I've gone to or a group of people that have been helpful? Yeah, I, no fear. Just, I think the reason why we don't te- take steps is that we're afraid to take that first step. Okay. Just go into it. Just give it a try. And I've been through the AUDL when it's been going through learning and bettering itself. So mm-hmm. where we are today is because we were open to be flexible through trial and error. Yeah. So when we had smaller spaces, we found a way to have larger spaces. Now we found a way to have multiple tournaments a month. Now we found a way to help coaches with the debate center. Yeah. Uh, we've ha- found an easier way to get evidence out by having a wiki and uh and having things available online. So whenever there was a difficulty, talking with uh, the Emory uh, Barclay Forum and the AUDL, we moved to where we've solved that problem. So debate really takes care of itself because we care to advance the program. Just get started. Just do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, but, you know, this was kind of spur of the moment, so... Thank you both. It wasn't a lot of preparation. Did either of you have any questions for me that you thought other people would like to hear the answer to, or just in general, we have more time if we if we want it? I no. think no, I can't think of no, anything. But no, spot. we just we just finished the summer camp at Georgia State, and it's uh, been another great camp. Yeah, great camp. Uh, I had six students from Sequoia down here, and uh, they they had a great time. Awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, Four, four, five. Now, four of them are brand new to debate, and uh, two of them are kids that I had last year on the team. So, looking forward to another good season. Cool. Me too. All right. Well, thank you both for another Amory Debate podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely.